0: When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com put a Silverado in your toolbox.
1: We are going to talk to Joyce Keller this hour from 1130 until midnight 30. That's the deal. And uh, she is a psychic. And a spiritual medium. Isn't that going to be fun? Oh, I think so. And that is JoyceKeller.com. So, yeah, man, I've got my questions ready, but if you're brave enough, she'll tell you something about you on WGN Radio. So I'll just prattle on, and uh, John, who is screening your calls at 888-876-5593, 8888-R-O-L-L-Y-E, will get Joyce on the phone, and we'll we'll carry on. Yeah, she she absolutely knows her stuff, and uh, in fact, she's one of the top 100 psychics in America, as far as that goes. And maybe you've heard her on a number of stations, but we welcome her to WGN Radio, so hello, Joyce. Why I know you. I'll pass across
2: so many times. Thank you, thank you. It's wonderful to be on with you. I
1: appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And uh, John, who's screening the call, said, uh, Joyce wants to know about the streams and the podcasts. And firstly, if you go to Raleigh.net, which is easy to spell, R-O-L-L-Y-E dot N-E-T, it's on the stream until tomorrow's show, but it's downloadable in perpetuity. So it'll just be under the date. You can just go to downloads, and you can listen on demand to your heart's content.
2: Terrific. Well I think I know you from uh, many New York radio stations, also from coast to coast.
1: Yes. And
2: also, we wrote almost the same book. I just realized, I went to your website, oh. and
1: you wrote, What Am I Doing Here?, and I wrote, Why Am I Here? <laughs> I, know, you know, I, I saw that last night as well, absolutely, and I'm sure it's along the same theme, because uh, the subtitle of mine is When Everything I Want is Somewhere Else, and uh, yours, of course, is a, a Concise Guide to Your Purpose and Potential, and that's, uh, that's just terrific, and that is out in paperback as we speak, and I will get a link on Raleigh.net after the show so that people who want to pick it up can do that. That's great. So, oh
2: you've done such incredible work well, It's really an honor to connect with you Finally, thank
1: you Oh well no, my pleasure I'm, I'm just delighted to, uh, to have you Especially now Because I think now more than ever People are in their uh, Kind of their WTF moments When they look around and, and anybody who says That they were expecting a pandemic This hasn't happened in anybody's lifetime And the implications of it Are mind-boggling you can Some people look at political angles uh, Other people have the conspiracy of the day I love those and nonetheless, nobody is unaffected, and boy, I'll bet you're hearing from people at the yin-yang asking you, what is going on, Joyce? (laughs) Yes, and we have a
2: choice of uh, column A or column B. You have a choice, Riley. Uh, If you go with column A, you could say that's kind of conspiracy, or you can go with column B and say WTF. (laughs) So uh, I guess we can start by saying that uh, I came across I channel a lot for the Pleiadians and also for the Arcturians, a collective uh, type of energy that is universal, and uh, they've been telling me a lot lately about what's going on, and it seems that if you'd like to go down a a strange, bizarre path, you can talk about the photon belt, which people have poo-pooed for centuries, and finally they're starting to say, well, you know, maybe there's something to it, and I don't know if you know anything about the photon belt. I was fairly new to uh, this information, really. But apparently, it's, um, if you go with the theory of the photon belt energy of kicking in now, it has been a long time coming, and we first heard about it in the 1920s. And it's starting to really manifest now. And you have a choice of the world ending or humanity raising its consciousness. So, <laughs> again, we have a choice. I don't believe the world is going to end. It feels like that, but it's not going to happen. It's actually a very, very good positive thing. It's a positive type of energy, and we have to see it that way, Raleigh. And I know you do, because you're very positive.
1: Now, what's, so. what's interesting about that, Joyce, of course, is uh, people were saying the same thing when they were trying to divine if 2012 had any meaning with the Mayan calendar. And it seems that there are so many points, and it almost is growing exponentially, where we're getting that message that this is, this is a turning point. And you're right. You can look at this positively or negatively, but my first question is, Is it possible that both realities are going to come to pass, and where you land is going to be based on your own consciousness?
2: That's brilliant. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you for saying that. It depends on where your own consciousness is going to last. Now, obviously, a lot of people have left the planet already. They said, I can't take it. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And they chose to leave. And, you know, God gives us that that choice if we wish to go that way. So for those of us who are more courageous like you, like me and so many of us who are light bearers, we're here, and our purpose, Raleigh, well, you and I especially, and John, and so many of the people around us, are here to say, folks, don't be upset, don't be depressed, don't be discouraged, don't gain weight. Oh my goodness, I, I do a lot of hypnotherapy. And a lot of people are coming to me saying, I just gained 30 pounds. That's because they don't leave their homes and they're eating, so don't do that. Okay, <laughs> don't don't drink alcohol and don't use drugs. Now, I'm not um, a goody-two-shoes, but I guess my primary message is to ask yourself, what raises the energy of the planet and what pulls it down? My own personal belief and what the Arcturians have told me is that alcohol, drugs, any kind of smoking, any kind of substance abuse, child abuse, and I know that you're very much an advocate of protecting our children, all of that will lower the vibration of the planet and keep us in the third dimension. So that's a very short, quick energy answer.
1: You know, there's uh, something very interesting you just said about gaining weight. And you know, I'll tell you what, and I don't know why I've lost weight, which I don't need to do, but, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know. I, I, must, I must like eating out more than home. It's my own cooking that's a problem. But re- regardless, uh, <laughs> and I can see that. You know, when I, f- when I heard about the run on toilet paper, that's the first thing I thought is, oh, my God, people are going to eat their own cooking. But... Uh, <laughs> But the reality, though, is that, and and I know you've run across this, a lot of people will say, well, most mediums are just extra larges, actually, that there are a lot of people in the field who are heavy, and I always looked at that as almost, in some ways, protective weight to kind of protect yourself from the spiritual forces you're facing every day. Not that it's a good idea, but it it, it occurs. So I wonder how many people are packing on the pounds on subconscious level that's almost a protection from the energy that they're feeling.
2: Ah, good old insulation. Again, you're 100% right, but it's wrong, because we cannot do that to ourselves, because it's too hard to get the weight off. So what I do, because I'm stuck in like everybody else, I am very, very careful about what I eat, and I I try very hard not to have the wrong things, and I weigh myself every single day. All right, it's fanatical, it's insane, I don't want to be fat. My weight is the same weight that it was when I was in college and high school. Thank God, because I'm very, very obsessed about it, because I will gain 20 pounds overnight for no reason at all, simply because, you know, I'm taking on a lot of people's grief and sadness, and you eat for insulation. So we huh. cannot do that. So please, my, my message to your audience is don't eat that. That's it. That's, right, <laughs> that's right. whatever it is, don't eat it. And, and
1: it, it's so so easy to have a loaf of sourdough toast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat that. Oh yeah. yeah. And with some unsalted yeah, all this, butter. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I get very hungry late at night, like like right around now. Uh, oh, it's, I don't know where you are but it's um uh one o'clock in the morning where i am in florida and i get very hungry this hour and i know that uh it's going to pack on weight my advice to anyone who really cares about their weight is weigh yourself have a scale a reliable scale and weigh yourself every night not in the morning because in the morning you may have you know gone to the bathroom a few times during the night or who knows what but at the end of the day weigh yourself every day and keep a record of it if i gain half a pound i i simply cut back and you know what there's a real possibility and i pray to god this is not going to happen but there may be a food shortage we've already had a little toilet paper issue uh you really need to stock up on some food just in case you know get some some uh i think i hate to say it, but canned foods are the most reliable because you can eat them cold and it's okay uh If you're going to depend on cooking, you know, you should have barley and rice and things like that, but you may not be able to cook them. It's anyone's guess that the grid goes down. And right now, I don't want to be a prophet of doom because I'm not that at all, but I'm one of preparation. And Rolly, I know that you are too. We're here to tell the audience, be prepared for anything. Because this is one of those strange times that anything can happen. I stock up on bottles of water, I go to Walmart, I've got the big jugs of water. Uh, You should be able to purify your own water, have those little um, purifiers. So be prepared for anything. And what's the worst that can happen? You have a closet full of food that you you'll eat eventually, right, Rollie?
1: Well, or donate, so or, or, or donate to the soup kitchens and the uh, uh, other organizations that feed the feed the hungry. A lot of the canned food might not be the most nutritious for you, but you run out of food because there's a food shortage, and suddenly you're really glad to have those cans. So it's uh, it's never a bad idea to be prepared, pandemic or not, to have a few months worth of food and water on hand in your house at any time if you got the room, you know, when we lived in Utah, most of our neighbors had a couple of years worth of food. And, uh, you know, some people would laugh at them, but I don't think they're laughing, laughing now. So that's, uh, that's good advice. The other thing about weight that you're mentioning, or, or at least healthy eating, is that regardless of what this virus might be, and there's a lot of questions, having your own immunity strong is the greatest defense you can have. So food, I think, is probably number one on the list. Yes,
2: but even more important than that is sunshine,
1: yeah. and
2: vitamin D, and vitamin C. That's my awareness of what the experience is telling me. The greatest protection is vitamin C and vitamin D every day, and that will protect your immune system. And then for the folks who think they may have the virus itself, again, uh, It's never too late to boost your vitamin C, and along with the uh, zinc pack. I'm not, I'm not prescribing anything. I'm telling you what works for me. You know what my own guidance has told me. So uh, I want them to uh, keep their immune system strong. Can you do it with food? I don't know, but I'll I'll tell you how ridiculous I am. I I decided. I mean, since I lost my husband, I, I basically eat anything that comes my way. I, my days of cooking are over. So I'm not very selective about what I eat, but I try to eat nutritiously. So I said, Joyce, time for you to do the unthinkable. You have to actually grow your own food. So I looked outside, and I realized I live in a condominium, and there's no place to grow anything. I said, this is not a problem. We can deal with this. We will start an indoor garden. Like, uh, so I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, where... You never saw sun. There's no place to grow. So I don't know anything about growing, but I'm going to try to do indoor gardening. So I went to Walmart and I said, let's buy some seeds. And they said, we don't have any seeds anymore. We got rid of them for Christmas decorations, <laughs> uh, this is so wrong for so many reasons. I'm suddenly getting into farming in my Florida country, <laughs> like this whole thing is so wrong for so many reasons. So. If you have any ground, or if you can possibly grow food indoors and store food, I'd say please, folks, consider doing it. Okay, not again uh, to be a doom a doom there, yeah, right. <laughs> but one to preparation.
1: A- absolutely. And a lot of people you hear very often in interviews, you know, I'm going stir-crazy here at home. Well, this is something you can actually do for yourself. We're talking with Joyce Keller, and you can check out JoyceKeller.com and find out all about Joyce and the books and much more. And yes, we'll take your calls. And Kate from Wheaton, Illinois, has been hanging on forever, so don't go away, Kate. She's having recent dreams of a deceased parent. Well... So, oh! Yeah. All that and more coming up. I'm Raleigh James, and it's WGN Radio. WGN Radio. I've only got a couple minutes here before the top of the hour, so we'll forego a bumper because we're talking with Joyce Keller, and that's JoyceKeller.com. And Kate and Wheaton has a question. So hello, Kate. Welcome to WGN Radio. Thank you so much, Raleigh. I'm happy to be here. Tell me your question. We'll tell Joyce your question. She'll answer it.
0: All right. Well, for the last about three weeks, I've been having some kind of disturbing dreams, and my parents are uh, figuring greatly in this dream. I don't see them. They've been deceased for many years. I don't see them, but I feel their presence. I know they're there with me and and I don't know why this is going on It, it, it is disturbing.
1: All right. what do you think, Joyce? what?
2: Okay, your parents have a message for you. Was there an issue, we're almost out of time, so I, I
1: well, can't get the whole thing in. But. Well, that's all right. We'll, we'll wait till after the news. I don't mind hanging people on, so go for a minute and then okay. we'll break.
2: Oh, okay, good, thank you. Was there an issue, an unsettled issue about money, Kate, that was not resolved before their passing? No, no, money, not an issue at all that everything was taken care of, because it feels like your dad is talking about money, and there was um, an issue of uh, division and uh, property. So he was very concerned about ownership, and I don't think there's anything wrong. Okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, uh, I can't think of anything. Uh -uh. Because I can't see why they would be coming to you other than resolving uh, any issues that he feels might have been uh, not finished before his passing, but they're fine. Your parents are doing great, both of them. They're moving on, and it's so interesting. Parents and people who love us can actually become part of our guidance system. They don't become angels, because I don't really think that that happens. It seems like it's a different dimension. But in the case of your parents, they are both working with you, Kate, very powerfully, and Mm -hmm. they want to make you Comfortable during this time of uh, distress that a lot of people are experiencing They're okay. coming mostly yeah. as a form yeah. of comfort to you I don't think anything is wrong at all And it's a message of okay. love
1: surrounded right. by pink light and the heart Good news, Kate. Thank you Wait. for calling. If you got more questions, I'll have you hang on All right. all right. I'll hang so hang on Pick it up there with Joyce Keller. You go to JoyceKeller.com There'll be a quiz coming up in moments. I'm Raleigh James and it's WGN Radio We are talking with Joyce Keller. dot. Com. And I know we've followed the White Sox game, and that kind of changes the trajectory of who wants to call and what they want to talk about. But this is a wonderful time to find out all those nagging questions you've been wondering about that only a medium or a psychic could possibly answer. So 888 876 8888-Raleigh. So, of course, this begs the question, Joyce. And I'll admit... I'm a conspiratorialist. I absolutely believe that COVID-19 was developed in the Wuhan lab, got out probably accidentally, but is a virus that is a combination of a bloodborne and an aerosol, and that's what the big hoopla was at first. Now, of course, every politician in the world has jumped on this for their own needs. But what do you think? What is it really? Okay. There was um a doctor who came out I think yesterday a Chinese
2: um yes. virologist virologist
1: Yes. um yes. her
2: name I believe was Dr. Li Meng if yes, I remember correctly. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yes. yes.
2: And yes, she yes. along with her um fellow doctors uh, are confirming exactly what you said. So that was brilliant that you said that because it was absolutely one of Hundred percent true. And it's really a shame because I don't think it was deliberately done. I think it was an accidental releasing of of the virus. Do you agree with that? A hundred, well, a not.
1: hundred percent. And when this first happened, uh-huh. the first thing I said is this is why we don't do that research in this country anymore, because they can escape. And when you have a bloodborne virus, and you have that with an aerosol contagion. You don't know what's going to happen. And so, with that in mind, I think that's why everybody went into shutdown immediately because they didn't know. But you know, if the if the government of China isn't forthcoming in the code, all this virus research, all this vaccine research is for nothing.
2: Well, absolutely right. But the uh, good news is that the University of Pittsburgh. I believe the School of Medicine in Pittsburgh has uh, discovered a very small um, molecular cure to the virus, and they're working very hard on it and very quietly because it's such a political hot potato. It Uh, is. Yeah, so uh, there have been discoveries that have been squashed, but this one from the uh, Pittsburgh School of Medicine should actually be helpful and there's a lot of work being done. How do you feel about uh
1: vaccinations? I, I don't what's your personal I feeling? Don't, I don't like it, I wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, the uh-huh. qu- the question is, will they force it? And the reason I ask that, because normally people would say it's unconstitutional, but the Supreme Court and in the early uh, turn of the last century, you know, right around the time of the uh, pandemic of 1918, ruled that they can force vaccinate a population. And that's uh, that's a very chilling ruling. It was narrow in its scope, but it's there. Uh, I don't know that they'll do it. I hope they'll go with a carrot rather than a stick. But you're talking about a virus that's rna Uh, Based And my first thought is anybody with autoimmune complications, this could be autoimmune hell. Uh, The other thing is phase three trials. If you're going through them quickly, you can't tell me you've studied a 10-year-out long-term plan. So, hey, somebody else, good luck, Godspeed, not me. What do you think? Absolutely.
2: I I agree with you completely. I think that has to do with the altering of the uh, DNA, the uh, vaccinations that they're trying to force on us. So for the people who don't want it, they said, okay, we have a backup plan. Now, this has not been publicly revealed, but my spirit teachers have told me about it, and I think that it's a little bit out there. But they said, okay, if you don't want the vaccination, we can understand that, so we'll give you a patch instead. No. The patch lasts about two years. No. And it's it's just (laughs) as invasive. It's just as bad. Of course. It's not a solution.
1: No. So... uh, A patch can be a vaccine. That's transdermal. Transdermal, you can get any medicine in your body at all. Anybody who's ever had uh, not only nicotine patches, but any of the uh, uh, patches for uh, pain control in hospitals. No, I'm not taking a patch. Well, you know, it's really very, very frightening to me and very sad. I
2: basically have lost all my friends. And because <laughs> I, ask, I ask one of two questions that ends the relationship that's gone yeah. on for many, many years in many cases. And you know what those two questions are? One is about vaccinations. If they say, sure, I guess so. I can't have you as a friend. I'm sorry. Right,
1: <laughs> I, right. I get know, that. I, I,
2: I have grown children, and I, I don't want to tell you how old they are because they'll never forgive me. But uh, going back a long time to the 60s when they were little kids i actually fought at the schools and went to the ground with principals i actually had physical fistfights <laughs> with school principals because i did not want my children touched right i said do not vaccinate my children and i fought to the ground to protect my children but um my daughter said that one day in kindergarten maybe her teacher told me this uh they slipped sugarcube yes. the soft vaccine right to the children in kindergarten, so my daughter did have a sugar cube. She was only five years old. Uh, so that, I thought that was so insidious and so underhanded. I still haven't forgiven the school system to day. When I think about it, I become very upset. But they have never been vaccinated and uh, thank God they're perfectly healthy. So I think that uh, society has to really take a stand and say, what do we really want for ourselves? It's an age of enlightenment. The, the sheep mentality has to end. So that's what I'm here to say, and and Rowley, I'm so proud of you. I know that you're really cup
1: the same cloth that I am, so I, I salute you for that. Well, I'm uh, the, very concerned. I'm very concerned because when you hit the nail on the head about it being politicized, and uh, that that's almost a proud statement from some activists that it will be politicized. Uh, I think with all that's going on with the upcoming election, I don't think there'll be a decision on November 3rd. I hope there'll be a decision on January 3rd. I mean, we have so many things that we're facing right now, so I know it's tough because we all have some dog in this race, so it's tough for you to fully detach, but what do you think is going to play out? Okay, I'll tell
2: you, and it's changing from second to second, so I do not want anybody to remember anything that I'm saying now. I'm going to tell you the way it stands right now from the way I'm receiving it. You're absolutely right. There's not going to be a decision on Election Day. It's going to be tremendous uproar, and I also feel the eclipse on December 14th is gonna be very pivotal and very rocky right up until Christmas Eve. And the country is, you think things are bad now, they're calm compared to what's coming. So I want people to really dig their heels in and be strong. The results of the election itself are very hard to determine. At first it's gonna seem like Trump wins and I'm not sure if that will take, if it'll keep because there's been I just want to back up a little bit well and say this is the last time I believe the election will be like this because it's so open to crime and to dishonesty and so many ballots are thrown away and hidden and God knows what happens. And there are mailbags that will never be delivered. You know, it's like a very, very skewed situation. So I'm going to say this is the last election we're going to have like this. Initially it seems like Trump wins. I don't. After that, I have nothing to say. I, I feel that he'll continue in office, but it, it won't be easy, and it's going to be a tremendous battlefield. Uh, so I'm not even going to give that as a prediction.
1: And I, so, I understand you, that. Do you agree with that? Yeah. And, you know, one thing when it comes to predictions that I always say is the, the future is never a line extension of the past. So when you're seeing something, you're seeing something with the ducks in a row as they are today. That's not to say that you might not have many opinions in the ensuing months, depending upon uh, the other things that come into play, because free will, free will is a big factor on the planet. So I, I agree that it can go in any direction. Uh, I don't. Th- here's the bad part. I don't think it can go in a good direction initially. Now, if we're looking at the other side, long term, that's that's a whole other ball game. But I uh, I have a couple of people who want to get in there, and Patty from McHenry is taking us up on an offer of what's in store for her. So, Patty, welcome to WGN Radio.
0: Well, thank you, Lisa. Patty. Good morning.
1: Give me your birthday, sweetie.
0: Pardon me. Birthday. May I have your oh nine thirtieth seventy three. It's coming up. Happy birthday! Oh, so you're gonna have a party? Well, we'll see. (laughs) You should have a big one. (laughs) It's (laughs) going to be a fine birthday. Did you have a question, please, Patty? Yeah. Do you see anything changing in my near future, or like in within the next year? do i see anything changing yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of of changes are coming
2: up you have um a side of your nature that's very private and you also have a lot of artistic talent around you you have the ability to not only express art but also there's music playing you're very musical and you have a lot of talent that uh you you don't really express yourself fully You you keep a lot of it to yourself what was your question? what What do I see coming up? Did you have a
0: specific question? Yeah, do you like see me like uh, anything changing in my near future? Is it because you know, like even since the pandemic, <laughs> I've still been working and everything else, and everything's been the same. So, right, okay. Well, you're not getting the pandemic. That's thank God. That's that's number one. So, but do keep
2: your immune system strong. I'm hoping that you're taking a little vitamin D every day, you know, taking care of yourself, getting out in the sunshine a little bit. I I, I never go out in the sun, but I take vitamin D. Um, I see uh, that you do have a change coming up as far as a move, as a possibility that if you wanted to move, you could. I know you've been thinking about it. I don't think the time is right. Um, Were you thinking of relocating? Did you want to move somewhere else? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. But uh, the time is not right for that, so uh, I'm going to let it go with that and take another caller if it's right. there, um, because you don't have a specific question, Patty. But happy birthday a little bit early. Yeah, good luck.
0: Well, thank so you. Yeah. Thank you. Good yeah. luck and God bless you, Patty. God <laughs> bless you.
1: Bye bye. Now, Layton in Southwest <laughs> Southwest Chicago, welcome to WGN Radio.
3: I'm sorry. What was the Hi. name, please? I called you last week yeah. and I said something wrong by mistake. Uh, I had heard several weeks ago that uh, Oxford University had finished the trials with 1,000 people and were going to inoculate 10,000 people per country in the U.K., United States, South America, and perhaps Australia. So I thought they had done that, and I stated to you that they had inoculated 30 to 40,000 people, only to wake up the next morning and find out that they had stopped because they had a couple of trouble uh, cases. Well, one person with muscular dystrophy had problems. And somebody else uh, developed a mindline sheath problem, and they wanted to pause the um, vaccinations until they found out what was going on.
1: And that's where they and are. That's right that right not right? <laughs> That's not a surprise, yeah. right? No surprise there. All right, Leighton, thanks for the call and, uh, and the retraction. Appreciate it. Well, wait a minute. I got a little, oh. more, a little more here. All right. I got okay. a little more here. Okay. Uh, well, let me, uh, yeah, wait a minute. Bill Gates was uh, Le- Leighton. Wait a minute. Let me hang. Uh, let me say something. Uh, no, it's not going to work. Uh, Leighton, here's a deal. Uh, do you have anything specifically for Joyce right now? Yeah,
3: okay. In terms of like uh, seeing into the future and everything. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. This is my thing. How is Trump going to respond when he is voted out of office and he's got ten and a half weeks in office? When somebody is fired from a job in a skyscraper and they have a gun in their drawer? You take them outside and then hand All them their right. stuff instead of announcing, oh, you're not going to have a job in 10 and a half weeks. All right, And Layton. they can go out and go out, uh, All right, uh, Layton. Oh, Thank you, ladies. Yeah. Thank no, you very much.
1: Leighton call I'm I'm Lay- calls occasionally. I'm going to have you call during open lines sometime because we only have a few minutes here left, and I don't want to spend it on that. But if you want to call me back sometime, Leighton, when it's open lines, we'll we'll hear it again. And, you know, every time Leighton has called, and it's only been a couple times I hear the extreme emotion in his voice. Oh, yes. And, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, and I I don't think he's alone, though. I think that people in this country right now, many of them are at that fever pitch of emotions, and that's... Uh, yes. That, that's one of the things that's so concerning. We're talking with Joyce Keller. We've got moments left, so I'm probably going to hog her. But if you have a quick question, and it's to the point in specific, all right, Otherwise, I'm Rodley James. It's WGN Radio. WGN Radio. I'm Raleigh James, going to forego the bumper because we've only got a couple minutes left, and I don't want to waste a second of that. We're talking with Joyce Keller. JoyceKeller.com is the website, and I I gotta ask you, Joyce, I have a good friend, Marianne Winkowski, and whenever there's a ghost in a house, she can actually see the house. You can't see inside houses, can you, Joyce? Sure, I can.
2: I know Marianne. She's terrific. She's on coast-to-coast also, and we're all kind of coast-to-coast rats, and... uh, uh, yeah, I I can I can oh pretty much
1: uh oh, no. I do house cleansings and all of that. Oh this is so, bad um, news. this is terrible news. Uh I'm my house is a total mess where I am now in the studio and I'm wearing a T shirt with a picture of a vacuum tube on it. I didn't think anyone <laughs> could see me. So <laughs> 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 you're smart. very funny, <laughs> and you're very smart. <laughs> you're smart and funny. Absolutely. Ter- uh, terrible news. But uh, uh, worse news is we're running out of time, so of course I have to uh, uh, beg you, because I-, I know it's late there for you to join us again, and uh, I guarantee you there will be a number of people lining up to find out about their future, if you're willing.
2: I'm very willing, and most of all, I'd love you to email me privately, you know, go to my website and let me know. I want to stay in touch with you, because I've known about you so much over the years, Raleigh, really, and I finally got to contact you and stay in connection with you, so thank you.
1: Oh, sure. Well, actually, so, uh, it's easy to, easy to em- email me, and it's Raleigh at net. R-O-L-L-Y-E at R-O-L-L-Y-E dot N-E-T, and that's on the website, too, as, as this show will be, so uh, give me an email, and I, I promise an answer. Good. Thank you. Right. And thank you for having me on. And oh, thank my, you to John also. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Joyce. All right. So I wish we had more time because, Joyce, uh, because John had uh, come up with uh, want to know about some of his dreams. So another reason to have, uh, have Joyce back. Although he had a Lollapalooza last night, according to what he told me. He said, I woke up from a dream where Sean Hannity was yelling at me because I ran into a car in a parking lot. And then he didn't even watch Sean Hannity. He said, At least I would have understood it if it was, you know, Jay Leno. He has cars. Well, (laughs) yeah, I tell you what, maybe I'm glad I don't remember most of my dreams. It's going to be open lines for the next half hour. And I'd love for you to join me about whatever is on your troubled mind or even not so troubled. 888 is 8888. Raleigh, I'm Raleigh James. It's WGN Radio.